Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right, welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show. Man alive, I, I said to somebody yesterday, there are times in this job where you feel like you're drinking out of a fire hose. Uh, honestly, that's what happened yesterday. It was coming at us from all sides, trying to listen to the Supreme Court situation, and and then the special counsel report gets released on Joe Biden right in the middle of all of it. And I'll just say this, Robert Hur did not kill himself. Because that's how angry the left is this morning with the special counsel in this case. Uh, Who knows what happens next? I mean, it was just. And then, of course, the Vladimir Putin interview with with Tucker last night that we've been trying to to dig through. Um, It just uh, it just never ends. There's even uh, local stories, local news this morning out in in um, Francis Howe. Right. Uh, is it was it Francis Howe or Wentzville? Yeah, they, Francis Howe, where they're Howell. talking about the revised courses. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, they, where where they they unveiled their newly proposed Black History curriculum, and the local media is so angry that they would do this during Black History Month that uh, they just declared the whole district must be racist. Well, I, I had to laugh when I read the first sentence of Channel 4 story, which says, in a month designed to, and I'm sorry, in a month designated to celebrate African Americans, the Francis Howell School District wants to change how their students learn black history. That tells you everything you need to know about this particular reporter's stance on this. They want to, it, you could fix that with one word. They want to correct how their students learn about black history. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. One one sentence, one word changes that sentence. And that's what's important and what you need to take away from it. So, see, we, we could easily, we could fix these things. Just make us uh, in charge for a day. Let's, why don't they hire us as consultants? <laughs> we'll take care of all of it. We got lots to get to today. We got Senator Josh Hawley on a little later. We got Greg Jarrett uh, from Fox News, legal analyst. Uh, of course, we got Jay Ashcroft, who was in the Supreme Court yesterday in person watching those arguments in this case, the Secretary of State, this is very important to him. Uh, so we will uh, talk to him in the 8 o'clock hour for sure. First, though, let's get to our top stories, Carl. The Mark Cox Shortlist. The world is in tremendous danger of possibly a World War III, and we have a man who's absolutely the worst president in the history of our country. Can't put two sentences together. Oh, it's worse than that. He's he's not competent to stand trial, yet he's in charge of the United States of America. And you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been- uh, yeah, 
<laughs> Duh, really? <laughs> no, the problem is not even the left-wing media believes that anymore. Insurrection is a broad, uh, broad term, and if there's some debate about it, I suppose that will go into the uh, decision. Yeah, you think? First of all, insurrection is not just a broad term. It's not relevant in this case because there was no insurrection, no charge of insurrection, no conviction of insurrection. So hold on, Carl. That was uh, that was my fault, not, not the fault of uh, Ace producer Carl Middleman. Hang on just a minute. Yeah, the report said Biden won't be charged because the jury would see him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor. <laughs> I'm serious. A well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing for Biden, but on the bright side, he'll forget about it five minutes later. So, I mean, just, just think, just, you know. Yeah, uh, sorry, Democrats, but when you've, when you've lost the late-night hosts, uh, you've, you've probably lost the battle, don't you think? Is that one of the first times they've actually taken a hit against Joe Biden? That, that I can think of. Uh, well, it, it, it's not often, let's put it that way. Colbert would never have come out and joked like that about Joe Biden. Um, but but there, there are still media outlets out there. Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe this morning, who's got people on arguing uh, the exact same thing we were arguing uh, during the James Comey case uh, w- with Hillary Clinton. Well, how dare he interject his opinion in all this uh, to the president's mental state? And he had he should have just said he's either prosecuting it or he's not prosecuting it. He shouldn't have... Uh, yeah, well, maybe you're right. The bigger issue here is why are Democrats f- found clearly guilty of possessing classified documents, sharing them in unsecure situations for, in this case, maybe 20 years? Like Joe, Joe Biden had some of these documents for 20 years. They reviewed 7 million documents, according to NBC News that Joe Biden had in various locations and reached a conclusion at the end of the day that while he shouldn't have had them and they were clearly classified, um, they weren't sure he's competent to stand trial. We have to make sure, by the way, that we mention your Twitter poll. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Uh, we do. We do indeed. I, I put that out last night because I'm thinking here, here's 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 the issue. All that really matters in all of this is. What happens now? Uh, the, the, the emperor has no clothes and everybody knows it. Everybody seems to acknowledge that the emperor has no clothes. Even the left, whether they're not happy about it, but Jake Tapper and others are acknowledging um, that, that, uh, that he has no clothes. Even Zoom and Tubin watched the president last night. I remember him who, who uh, was doing something he shouldn't have been doing during a live Zoom uh, and should have been fired from CNN, but he's Mexico? Back. Mexico? Where did that come from? I mean, that's the only thing anyone's going to remember from this. I, you know, <laughs> Yeah, from his news conference last night when he said Mexico was on the border with Gaza. After watching Biden's disastrous news conference, what happens next? What happens? History would show us that because he's got a D after his name, nothing. We'll just go on pretending that the emperor is wearing clothes, even though we can all see that he's not, right? Nothing. Or he doesn't finish his term. Or the Dems 
were behind all this in the first place. They hung him out to dry last night, and this is the tool by which they will use to replace him. Uh, Or finally, he remains on the ticket. Those are your four choices. There is an X poll out there, uh, the Mark Cox 971 uh, Twitter account, at Mark Cox 971. And go vote. Uh, we, we're running it all morning. We'll have the results before the end of the show. What do you think happens next? And and um, nothing and remains on the ticket are two different things. Nothing means we just move ahead and act like yesterday didn't happen. Um, remains on the ticket means the Democrats are still all in for Joe Biden, right? That that. They're going to go out with talking heads this morning and try to excuse away the the language that the special prosecutor used in describing what a vacant shell of a human being Uncle Lewis has turned into, right? He's like Uncle Lewis from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> he doesn't really know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Toupees on sideways, lights cigars when there's a sewer gas present. He really is unaware of where he is and what's going on. And you have to wonder if Congress will move forward and invoke the 25th Amendment because there's already calls to do it. I don't see the Democrats going along with it, but there is a theory out there this morning that this is a president who's never done what he did yesterday, and I want to talk to Mark Lauder about this next. He's had three press availabilities in in the last two years. The one last night was unscheduled, and they clearly threw him to the wolves because you had a room full of unfriendly media screaming questions at him about his mental status, and his reaction was epic. He just got pissed off and started getting angry with them, and it didn't end well for him. He got confused. He stuttered. He appeared lost right in front of the nation. It was bad. Uh, so we'll get to Mark Lauder. He used to work for uh, for Donald Trump. He's worked in the White House. He's handled many of those press conferences and uh, now works for America First Policy. He's coming up right after the break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. 
I don't know about you, but speaking Spanish in Egypt may not go over very well, but uh, that was the leader of the free world last night at that news conference, and I was watching it, and I'm like, I looked at my wife and said, Mexico? Did, did he just say Mexico? Like, I, I just couldn't believe it. It was like one of those wow moments, uh, although there have been plenty of those lately. Let's get to Mark Lauder, uh, who is, of course, with America First Policy these days. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Mark? Were you as shocked as everybody else last night? I think whoever thought this was a good idea at the White House should be fired. Uh, I mean, this was such an unmitigated disaster. You call a hasty news conference. Let the media speculate for 30 minutes what you might be doing. Is he going to take the 25th? Is he going to say he's not running for re-election? You come out and then try to prove you're mentally competent and forget where your son's rosary comes from and confuse Mexico and Egypt. I mean, you just reinforced everything that was bad in that report uh, about your mental facilities. Yeah, uh, there were reports of champagne bottles uh, popping at the Naval Observatory in that 30 minutes, I understand. I mean, you really (laughs) had to wonder. I have never, we've joked about it, we've commented about it. But to literally see it in a in special counsel investigative report from Biden's DOJ that he can't remember when he was vice president, wondered if he was still the vice president, and couldn't remember even in a general period of years when his son Bo died, that's horrifying to read and to know that he's got the nuclear launch codes. Mark, this is Kim. Do you think that last night was the nail in the coffin? Because we know a congresswoman has already said we need to invoke the 25th Amendment. How do you see this thing playing out with Biden? Well, I don't think there's any any possibility that the 25th Amendment will be invoked. Uh, I mean, look, Biden wanted this job for decades. He ran for it three times before finally getting it. Uh, He's not giving it up. Uh, and I don't believe the vice president or a majority of his cabinet will take it away from him. Uh, but Democrats seriously have a problem. They know it. Even NBC News is reporting how, you know, unnamed Democrat Congress members and, and staffers are like, this is a bad, this is bad. Uh, and yet you've got some folks out there saying, we need to see more of him. We need to get him out there more. I don't see, based on last night, how you could put him out there anymore and reinforce what I don't think he's capable of, of doing what needs to be done to change people's minds. Well, if I understand Robert Hur's uh, report properly, the special counsel, he violated the law, but he won't be charged because he's not competent to stand trial, but he's competent apparently to run the free world. That's frightening. It should scare everyone, uh, you know, that, yes, he, he willfully and intentionally withheld classified information, which he was not illegally, in, but but he's so old and, feed, and, and feeble that the jury would probably feel sorry for him and not convict him. That's the justification they came up with. Yeah, that that's that's James Comey-ish, hearkening uh, back to letting Hillary Clinton off the hook as well. That's that's just amazing. Uh, Mark, how, how about the like I, I said, it was like drinking out of a fire hose yesterday. I'm watching the Supreme Court hearing about the same time the special counsel report gets released. Uh, what was your take on? I mean, I, I'm even listening to Elena Kagan and and uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson uh, chewing this guy a new one who was trying to argue in, in support of Colorado. 
Yeah, yesterday started off horribly for Biden, and it continued to get worse. When the liberal justices on the Supreme Court are questioning Colorado's decision to take uh, Donald Trump off the ballot, you, you know you are looking at a really bad day uh, when you can't even get the liberal justices on board with your uh, just crazy uh, you know, legal conclusions. When they're reading through it, it, it this is not going to go well for uh, the woke left that knows they can't beat Trump at the ballot box. Their only hope is to beat him in a court of law. The thing that amazes me is the way the mainstream media in this country took this case so seriously. I, I don't have a law degree. I have a college degree. I don't have a law degree. But I don't know how you couldn't have looked at this and said, wait a minute, if we let all the blue states decide which candidates they do and don't want on the ballot, well, guess what? All the red states are going to do the same thing, and this is going to be a disaster. I mean, that that's what uh, the, the chief uh, uh, Roberts pointed out yesterday. Uh, if if I can see that and everybody else can see it, the media acted like this was the biggest case to come before the Supreme Court since uh, Gore uh, in, back in 2000. Well, this is the media just running amok with their Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, they were almost hoping and wishing and seeing if they could will the Supreme Court to do what they believe should happen, which they don't obviously like Donald Trump. But unfortunately, the law got in the way. I mean, yeah. literally, you're... You're basically saying that if political parties deem you to be guilty of something, don't never mind that we haven't charged him with this crime or a jury has convicted him of this crime. If the media and Democrats can say he's guilty, thus he is guilty, we shall remove him from the ballot. I mean, that's just anti-democratic, anti-American. And I think the Supreme Court even put a stop to the liberal media saying, uh, come on, guys. Let's let the law speak for itself. Yeah, amen. Uh, Mark Lauder, thanks for giving us some time this morning. I appreciate your thoughts. Oh, it's great to be with you guys. All right. Take care of yourself. Uh, of course, uh, America First Policy Institute Chief Communications Director these days, former special assistant to uh, President Trump, even worked uh, uh, for Vice President Pence there for a while back in Indiana. Uh, good to get him on here this morning. Coming up, we'll get you a check of business, find out how the markets are reacting to the uh, uh, Biden meltdown yesterday, if it's having any impact. Then we're going to get to uh, Ethan with uh, In Other News, about 645. Stay tuned. Rise and shine. How about that? All right. Today is the annual Hardy's Rise and Shine for Heat Up St. Louis. So if you're out and about and you're hungry uh, and you got a few extra dollars, you can go buy Hardee's and you buy, I think, a sausage a biscuit and the money is all going to go to Heat Up St. Louis. Uh, we're going to get a live report coming up in the next hour from uh, AB, our Anna Bowman, our digital producer, is out at one of the locations there in Chesterfield. So if anybody wants to buy a bag of those, drop them off down here at the station this morning, that would just be great. Thank you very much for that in advance. But anyway, uh, you can uh, help out somebody else who can't pay their heating bill. And since it might snow on Monday, it's 70 today. It might snow on Monday. Uh, we know we got some more cold to go. So help out if you can. How about that? Good. Hey, I got an idea. Let's get to a Dom Savino. In for Nicole Murray this morning. And you know, since Jennifer Kashenka retired, I haven't been able to talk Rutgers with anyone, Dom. You've been deprived, Mark. I'm sorry to hear. I mean, like, I don't think Nicole has a lot of interest in Rutgers sports like <laughs> you and you and Jennifer did. You I guys, don't think she does. You got a big one coming up against the Badgers tomorrow, don't you? 
Yeah, top 10 Wisconsin. <laughs> Not too late, never too late for these Scarlet Knights. They've had a rough year, but they've won a couple in a row now. Man, I tell you, I can't. I'm a Kentucky fan, and we've had a rough, little bit of a rough year, too. So I, I get it for sure. Yeah, but, but rough years for Kentucky is like 15 and 5. <laughs> Thank you. We've already lost Come six on. games this year. Come on. Oh, heaven it's, forbid. It's rough. It's rough. Thoughts out and here. prayers for you, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on, Dom? Yeah, thinking about Coach Calipari. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. We'll start on Wall Street, Mark. Futures are slightly higher as we await the Labor Department's annual revisions of the Consumer Price Index. Traders will parse the updated data for clues on whether inflation really is on a Goldilocks downward path. The major indexes are on track for gains again this week. Yesterday, the S&P 500 briefly cleared the 5,000 mark for the first time. Turns out it's not just Boeing struggling with production delays. Reuters reports Airbus is telling customers about a new supply issue, which will push back some deliveries scheduled for the end of this year and the start of next year. Speakers at a global airline conference in Ireland last week said supplies of engines and other parts remain tight. They think it could be years before airlines have enough jets to meet demand. Only one major earnings report due this morning is from PepsiCo, which reported a decline in revenue for the first time in five years. The food and beverage giant says demand in North America weakened last quarter, blaming high borrowing costs and lower personal savings for limiting household budgets. PepsiCo's leading loser in North America was its Quaker products. That's after the company recalled granola bars and cereals over possible salmonella contamination. In a unanimous vote, the FCC moved to outlaw scam robocalls featuring fake AI-created voices. It's part of a crackdown on so-called deepfake technology, which experts say could undermine election security or supercharge fraud. It extends anti-robocall rules to cover unsolicited AI deepfake calls by recognizing those voices as artificial. But it is clear AI is here to stay. The Financial Times reports Microsoft-backed startup OpenAI hit the $2 billion revenue milestone back in December. OpenAI is the creator of the popular AI chatbot ChatGPT. The company believes it can more than double its revenue by next year, based on strong interest from businesses looking to use its technology to create AI tools for the workplace. Well, travelers from around the world are streaming into Las Vegas two days out from Super Bowl 58. The city expects half a million fans will visit the Strip this weekend as a result of the big game. The top TSA official at Harry Reid International Airport says Sunday is the Super Bowl, but Monday is his Super Bowl. At a smaller airport in nearby Henderson, they're expecting eight times more private jets than usual this weekend. But mark the big question, will Taylor Swift's jet be among them? It it will, it will. I I read a story that um, although they there's there's not even space for private jets to to land like that. That's how bad it is. There's so many rich people going to the game that they they couldn't find a place to for them to park the planes while they go to the game. So she is for sure going. But the NFL is going to provide a space for Taylor's plane. Apparently, is what I read. Is they, this like the uh, the jet version of a uh, a VIP spot outside the stadium? Yeah, well, think about it. I She's mean, coming from Japan. Okay, if, the NFL should roll out the red carpet for her, considering what she has done <laughs> for them over the last several months. I mean, seriously, more than anybody else. I would say. I mean, I, all the Swifties went out and bought Travis Kelsey jerseys, and they didn't even know who the hell he was. <laughs> and those things are 150 bucks a piece. So think about it. 
A guy on the Chiefs, that's all he is. <laughs> Just some guy on the Chiefs. They don't yeah. care <laughs> who happens to be dating her. That's funny. Do you have a do you have a uh, preference of uh, Dom in the game this weekend? If for the first time in a while, Mark, I really don't. I, I just th- I think it's going to be a good game. Two really good offenses, talented players on the defensive side. So I'm hoping it's it's good for 60 minutes. My reasoning is really dumb, but it's my reasoning. Um, I hate San Francisco because they robbed my former favorite team, the Bengals, of a Super Bowl on several occasions. Hmm. Therefore, I'll be rooting for the Chiefs in addition to the fact that the Chiefs happen to be the only Missouri team left um, to root for. Yeah, so, hey, that's fair. I, there, there are, I'm sure there are many worse reasons to choose a, a rooting interest in this. Just ask the Swifties. I'm sure yeah. they have some funny ones. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably true. Dom Savino, uh, thank you, my friend. Good to hear from you. Yeah, likewise. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. I was just reading the story. Uh, this in the in the uh, the post this morning is covering the fact that our former workplace, Kim, is going to be benefiting greatly from this Super Bowl because CBS is carrying the game. Channel Four CBS affiliate. It's a Kansas City team in the Super Bowl, so there are now a lot of bandwagon Chiefs fans in the Greater St. Louis area who will like me, be rooting for the Chiefs on on Sunday. Um, uh, So they're really, they're sold out on, like, ads and everything. Oh, I bet. And um, even locally, like, you can buy a local spot that they get some local spots that can run during the Super Bowl uh, on network coverage. And they're, I'm sure they're sold out of those. They'll bring in all the main anchors. They're going to bring in the top reporters, do special <laughs> investigations, hoping that people forget to change the channel, decide to keep watching Channel 4, and somehow are like, oh, my gosh, this is the most amazing station ever. From now on, I'm going to switch from loyally watching KSDK for 15 years, and I'm now going to watch Channel 4. It doesn't hurt that it's a, it's a sweeps period, right? Yes, and I do not miss that. If you're not familiar with sweeps, it's four months out of the year that they do ratings, and that's when you start seeing all these investigations, the promos, and February is one of them. And it also means if you work for a TV station, you can't take off. Four months of the year when you are banned from generally, generally banned from taking vacation. I mean, even some crazy circumstances, they would be strict and say you cannot. (laughs) I I know people who have missed weddings because they were told they cannot cannot take off. Yeah, Yeah. the friend's wedding. And and here's the the really dumb part about it. Uh, In TV... Every day you can look at the at the numbers from the day before. That that's how the system works. But they they still pick four months out of the year, like the old system. In the old system, remember diaries? You pre, this is predates. Well, you. I worked for a station actually that did do diary. Really? Mm-hmm. So they would pick, pick people at random. So out of the million and a half people in the Greater St. Louis area, two thousand of them would be mailed a little diary, and they were supposed to write down what they watched and then turn it back in. And based on those memories, which wasn't very accurate all the time, because people would forget. And it's then like they Joe Biden's memory. Make stuff up, right? It's like it's like a, a, a diary at the White House. It's not going to be very accurate. Let's put it that way. But because of, of the, the uh, I don't know, how, how would you put it? The, 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 the fact that they had to mail the diary, they had to select the people, mail the diaries out, have them send the diaries back in, try to tabulate all the information. They picked about four months out of the year they were going to do that out of the 12. Those became the sweeps periods. And then 20 years ago, it all went electronic, probably maybe more than that now, uh, to where they've got a something attached to your TV that 
tells them what you watched. Not everyone has this, by the way. It's a select number of people who have this. It's still a handful of people that they select, but they, they attach something to their cable box and uh, or their TV, and they know what they watch. So it's it's probably more accurate, but it's still just a tiny sliver of the viewing audience, almost like radio. It's just what they do in radio. Uh, the people that determine the ratings are just a tiny handful of people who they select, and then they tell you that represents all of the listeners in the greater St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. But back to TV, this is, the, this is the month you see the big investigations, and we used to have big planning meetings on what can we do to – Really do something special in the ratings period instead of doing it every day of the year. Oh, they would amp you up. I mean, yep. it was like your yep. Super Bowl four, four months out of the year. It's February, May, July, November. So regardless, that's another reason why Sunday is a big deal to the folks at Channel 4 because it is a ratings period and um, uh, it, it's a it, it, it's the Super Bowl. And it'll be huge for them, I'm sure. All right, uh, coming up in other news, Ethan is back among the living. He was uh, he was knocked out with uh, whatever that illness was that was going around. So we'll get him in here for in other news in just a couple of minutes. Next hour, J.J. Carafano on the fact that Mexico is apparently now attached to Gaza. We'll get his expertise on that. And Greg Jarrett, a legal analyst for Fox, is going to join us with his take on those Supreme Court arguments yesterday. You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Happening. Go, you know the you know the thing. What the hell is going on? In other news. I gotta love it when Kim's dancing next to me. I love that song. Uh, so a teaser drop Wednesday morning. Moana is set to return, and they gave fans a date to circle on their calendar. It is November 27th of this year. Moana and Maui are gonna be sailing the seas with a brand new crew of unlikely seafarers. So that's a new movie coming out that no one really knew about. It was supposed to be a TV show, and they said they promoted it to full-on movie. It, Mark the, the Disney Starlin. movie, the Disney movie, yeah. right? Is this the one I read where there's some some gender fluidity in this character now, or something? In on Mo- oh, in Moana? I don't think so. On Moa- on the in the movie, I don't somewhere? know. I've never seen the whole movie, but I know that song <laughs> for whatever weird reason. I thought I read it. That, right. that, that yeah, it was going to be there was going to be some new woke version of it, but maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I haven't heard that. Hmm. But um, both the lead actor, um, I'm going to I'm going to nail this name. I've been practicing. Ala E E Cravalio nailed it. Nice. Nailed it. Um, and the Rock are both set return, but composer Lin Manuel Miranda is not coming back. So people are wondering if the same magic is going to be there. Oh, he'll Says, be working on a new Hamilton version or something. Maybe he's probably know. working on something. <laughs> yeah, that guy no does not but stop. He wrote working. all the music for the first. Oh, one. the first one. Okay. By the yeah. way, Mark, really fast. It says the analysis shows Moana's portrayed as a character who possesses both masculine and feminine traits. Uh, I knew I, I, I read that. But I don't that. know if that means is that gender the live fluidity. Action movie or the I've not gotten that far. I just cartoon. googled it. They are making a live action, like Carl said. That is true, too. My steel trap mine paid off again. But go ahead. <laughs> um, unlike me, millions of U.S. workers will be returning to the Super Bowl on Sunday. I will be watching as well. But about 16.1 million of them are going to be catching the Super Bowl flu, apparently. They are all expected to miss work on Monday after the Super Bowl, according to new research from the Workforce Institute at UKG. Ever had the Super Bowl flu, Mark? I, I have not, personally. I think Carl Middleman might on Monday. Nope. I'll be here. <laughs> Carl's up till like 11 o'clock every night anyway. I yeah. know. I know. He's, he's You're I'm doing what, Mardi Gras and uh, Super Bowl this Mardi weekend? Mardi Gras, Super Bowl. Uh, the, I think that's it. You don't no, got oh, nothing tonight? Traveling to go see my in-laws and then... 
<sighs> Things. All right. Good. <laughs> if you've been waiting for the right moment to end your relationship, uh, Valentine's Day is never the best time, but this year it could be thanks to Pizza Hut's new Goodbye Pies. Uh, Pizza Hut launched a new pizza campaign on February 6th, sharing that it would let customers order free Pizza Hut delivery to addresses of ex-lovers. And from now until Valentine's Day, customers are able to order a hot honey pizza for delivery to their long-gone or soon-to-be ex's homes at goodbyepies.com, and Pizza Hut will deliver them. But you can also customize it by putting on a note or message (laughs) to your ex on the delivery box. What what would be the point of that? Unless it was a nasty note or um, farewell, this is the last time I'm ever buying you dinner. I mean, what would you put on the note? That's pro- probably exactly that. This yeah. is the last dinner we're done. So you don't have to do it in person, I guess. Uh, yeah, You're having like a I delivery eat. guy break up for you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the things people think of. Kim, is Michael uh, taking you out to a nice dinner at White Castle? What, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, White Castle. If my husband ever took me to White Castle... <laughs> My they, gosh, no, we they are used going to do to, that. They They're go- still doing it. He's romantic. He's very, he's actually probably more romantic than I am. And he's done ah. all these, he's got a ton of surprises for me, which. Nice. Yeah. We normally don't do Valentine's Day very big because I think it's overrated, but. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a recall involving more than 300,000 General Motor trucks has been issued after the National Highway Traffic Safety Emission says there's a problem with the tailgates. According to the auto safety regulator, um, these models are the 2020 through 2024 Chevy Silverado and GMC Sierra trucks equipped with power unlatching tailgates. What's happening is basically water is getting in there and shorting it out, which will make the tailgate fall just unexpectedly, which might not seem like a big deal unless you're hauling a bunch of stuff and then stuff could just start flying out of the back of your truck. So it's an it's an electronic latch on the tailgate? Right. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's like Final Destination style. Like you have a giant <laughs> log in the back and the tailgate just opens. and Exactly. Except yeah. when your crap falls out. Yeah. That's not standard on those, is it? I, I mean, don't know. It has didn't to say be some kind of an expensive upgrade. I don't even like driving behind vehicles. <laughs> like any anyone hauling a bunch of stuff. Because you it, saw that movie. Because yeah. I'm scarred forever and I'm going to get over to the next lane. Just in case it comes flying through my windshield. <laughs> So, for the first time in three years, Coca-Cola is adding a new flavor to its permanent lineup of beverages. It's going to be called Coca-Cola Spiced. It's a new flavor that might not be exactly what you're thinking. Coca-Cola Spiced features a refreshing burst of raspberry. I don't know why they're calling it Spiced. You drinking it, Sue? Uh, No, I don't drink calories. Oh, I see (laughs) that. Yeah, you know, I figure I'd rather chew on something (laughs) if I'm going to, you know, if it's caloric. That's my problem. I've been wondering what my problem was. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, no thank you. New Coke failed. That's going to fail, too. I don't, I don't know. I like a, I like cherry coke, so maybe uh, coke with raspberry flavor would be good. They've had a bunch of maybe. ones that failed. They've had lemon coke and lime Ew, coke. The and lemon then that, coke sounds gross. What was the other one? It was like orange or something they had out. No, that sounds awful. It too. was yeah. How about coke spiked. I like that one. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try that this weekend. Coke. Absolutely. Hey JJ Carafano, Greg Jarrett coming up, and we'll check in with Senator Josh Hawley at eight oh eight. Get more at ninety seven one talk dot com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.